A Little Higher Podcast, episode 24. It's the Saturday Q&A. You are locked into Aim A Little Higher Podcast, where we interview inspirational individuals every Monday and Wednesday and answer your questions every Saturday to help turn your potential into results. Results. I know you're going to dig this. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Kamal Hyman, here for another edition of the Saturday Q&A, and I'm joined, as always, by the lovely... Eliza Doyle. Hi, guys. So today's question is from Marcus Lloyd, who is part of the Youth Parliament. Whoop, whoop. Um, He has sent a message to Kamal via Facebook saying, What is personal branding? Uh. A very interesting question, because at first I was like, I actually don't know what personal branding is. <laughs> awesome. Uh, my my favourite subject. So I think to answer this question, we should start with the second word, branding, um, to, to even get started. So if you kind of think back to the early days before there were so many different products and stuff on your shelves in Tesco's and Morrison's, so before all those shops came in, before we had malls and shopping centres, we just had one shop for everything, right? You'd have the butchers, you'd have the, the, the milk from the farmer, you'd have, like, a single place to go for everything. The milk from the milkman. The milk from the milkman. <laughs> <laughs> you had a single place to go for everything, right? So you didn't need to... They didn't need a product name. They didn't need a product identity. It was just, I'm going to get my eggs from the egg guy. I'm going to get my chicken from the chicken guy. I actually can remember getting my milk delivered by the milkman. Back in the day. Yeah, I remember, actually, when I was younger, no, to be vividly. fair. vividly. <laughs> Whereas what's happened over time is, as businesses have expanded and as more people have got into creating businesses within the same industries they've needed something to separate them so when you walk into tesco's now rather than it just saying tomato soup you've now got brands you've now got heinz tomato soup rather than going Which everyone's in... knows is the best obviously <laughs> uh, rather than just going in and getting lemonade you've now got different brands of sweat exactly do you know what i mean so yeah. it's not just about the single drink or the single item anymore uh, you don't just get a pair of trainers you want nike you want adidas you want puma why because they all mean something different to nike you. exactly so you automatically <laughs> go for nike Whereas yeah. I was at a certain age where I'd go for Adidas all the time. I wanted Adidas. And if it was a football boot, I wanted Reebok. Why? Because Thierry Henry endorsed Reebok. So I was like, I want to get Reebok. So what you're saying is they, they pick a brand and then they've got someone to represent that brand. So um, like you just said, Thierry Henry. Yeah. That's the reason that you went for Yeah, Reebok. so that, that helped with, with that particular case. Um, so generally what branding is, it's giving an identity or a specific description, a specific feeling behind a simple product. So beyond just what that product is. So rather than, hey, this is just a microphone, I'm using a Blue Yeti microphone because I like what their brand stands for. So it's almost giving life to a simple product. Okay. So we don't just think um, drink, cola-based drinks. We think Coca-Cola. And we know the whole brand. We think we want that red can. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, So all branding is is... Or the grey can, if you're on a diet. (laughs) A really rubbish diet where you're drinking Diet Coke. Okay. <laughs> this is it. So to me, branding's about how it makes people feel. Um, if you look at me, for example, I've got an Apple MacBook Pro, right? Now... You're all about the Apple. I love Apple. About the Apple, no Windows. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> so I've got a MacBook Pro and I spent more money than I would have on a normal laptop. That, mm. that was exactly the same, spec for spec. Why I got this is because of the Apple brand. I love the branding of it. I love the feeling I get when I put this down and I open it. 
I love the light that lights up at the back. I love sitting down somewhere and I feel so cool. I felt the coolest person in the room. So when like I come about like designers. So like you go through a certain age at school where designers are like quite a big thing. Mm-hmm. I don't, we went through that in my school where like certain things like even the perfume that you use like oh what perfume is that if it's something like oh it's Tesco's own brand you don't yeah. really say it whereas if it's like Chanel or Dolce & Gabbana or something like that then or Armani then it's you're right. like oh that's because nice. one it makes you feel better yeah. even though it's the same thing that you can yeah, get literally. from George or Tesco's extra mm. um and because of the reputation it's got to how other people perceive it and yeah, so it's all about how the world perceives that particular product. Or that also, particular like service. certain plates, certain brands really turn themselves around for me. Because I know when I was at school, no one really spoke about shopping at Asda. Like, if you shopped at Asda, that was like a massive secret thing. Oh, wow. Whereas now, I, I'm quite happy to shop at Asda. I can get the same branded yeah. stuff there, like Heinz, like all that, just at a cheaper price. It doesn't really bother me. Who's done that really? Aldi have done that amazingly. Aldi have They've done that really well. around. They don't even do branded stuff, do they? They're literally just Aldi themselves. Yeah, it's literally their own stuff. It's... Which I think is amazing <laughs> because, like, I'm quite used to brands. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I quite like, like, I'll only get tomato ketchup that's Heinz. Yeah. Um, baked beans, Heinz. Yeah. So going to Aldi, I don't mind buying their pesto. Okay. Which is very weird because normally <laughs> I only buy sulcapesto. pesto. Right. So it's odd. Yeah, but it's ultimately the same-ish thing. Yeah. Like yeah, each yeah, brand, yeah. yeah, cool. They might use a slightly different recipe, but ultimately it's the same thing. But what we buy into is the branding. So I've looked at that and I've seen how much we care about it. Mm. Like, seriously, if I step on someone's trainers, oh my gosh, you just stepped on my new Air Force One Nikes. Are you crazy? Literally. Or like the way you, people used to, like in school, for example, my mum and dad refused to spend a lot of money on football boots for me. They were like, you don't particularly play for a team. Well, I did play for a team when I was younger, actually. But like, you don't, you don't love football as much as you love other things. So why are you spending 70, 80 quid on a pair of football boots that you only wear three times a week? That's stupid. Mm. I went to Tesco's. I bought my 20 quid Umbro mm. boots. Now, I was so embarrassed by them at first. Yeah. And eventually, you know, I got more confident. I was like, I don't really care what I'm wearing. I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah, yeah. But once I got to year 10 and I saved up to buy my own pair of football boots, the Reebok Sprint Fit, which Tyrion Rewall, I felt like the best footballer in the world. But I also think, to me, it like I I really when when Uggs were big, mm. I always wanted a pair of Uggs, and like my mum was like, okay, well if you save up for them, you can get them because they're two hundred pounds. You know what yeah, I mean? They're yeah. a lot of money. So I was like, I saved up for them, and then I bought them, and I bought them in year nine or year eight, and mm. I still have them to this very day. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think you look after them more, yes, because they're a brand, but also because you've saved up for them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so it's it's the value of that brand and how that makes you feel. Like, I thought I was the best... Fo- did my football skills get any better by having mm. those boots? Nope. Did <laughs> Am I more likely to be picked for a football team because I've got those boots? Not at all. Do I yeah. feel better? Hell yeah. I felt yeah, amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, branding is just... To me, it's about perception. It's about how people perceive the brands and how a brand makes you feel, ultimately. There are brands that I will not use anymore or I avoid using because of how they made me feel at a certain time. Yeah, me too. There's a Chinese shop I do not go and buy Chinese food from because um, I found the owner of it rude. There's another Chinese shop I will always go to first choice because she was so polite the first time I went there. Mm. And now I associate that with her brand, with that Chinese shop's brand. There's a taxi service. They charged me too much once. I avoid them like the plague now. Why? Because I've now associated that, associated that with their brand. Mm. Apple MacBook Pro, I saved up and spent more money than I needed to, really, <laughs> on it. Why? Because I love the 
brand. I've got a PlayStation. I will not get an Xbox. Even though, really, an Xbox probably, for an actual hardcore gamer, I can see why they get an Xbox instead. Some of the games are a lot faster and that kind of thing. But you know what? I'm not leaving PlayStation because I love the brand. Yeah. So that's 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 what branding does to me in my eyes on like a, a level of products. Now what I noticed is we're so obsessed with brands. We love brands. We'll do anything to defend our brand. Arsenal Football Club to me is a brand. It's a brand that I love, brand mm-hmm. that I choose and I'll talk talk rubbish about Arsenal, I'll defend them, you know what I mean? And I yeah, love yeah, that yeah. team. So I'm like I just I stopped and I, I looked back over like even my own life and stuff and I thought, why are we so obsessed with all these external brands? What about like ourselves what about our brands because i've realized we're perceived by our friends by potential employees by teachers etc in a certain way and they'll deal with us depending on their perception of us and i thought well that's literally branding like Mm -hmm. without trying to sound like you know all commercial and stuff but it's literally branding when i was at school at first i was a bit of a geek why because i was all about star wars so that was my brand it was like oh oh, you like star wars yeah a bit of a geek then I got a bit older and it was all about music. I loved music. So when someone needed a CD made, who would they ask? Me. When someone heard a new song and wanted to know who sung it, who did they ask? Me. When there was a, uh, someone needed a DJ, who did they ask? Me. Why? Because I then created that brand of being the guy to go to for the music kind of thing. So I've realised we are all constantly creating brands. You know, If I sat to you and said, who's the funniest person you know? You'd come up with someone based on their brand based on your perception of them who's the most reliable person you know based on their brand who's the uh who's most likely to become president out of your friends you know (laughs) for example and there's always someone who you'll go to and that's their brand so i realized we are brands people are perceiving us all the times and we're either building that brand by accident which the majority of people are or we're sitting down saying you know what this is what i want to be this is what i want to be known as and this is how I want the world to see me and taking real control of that. When I was building my brand by accident, um, you know, I was the guy working at the bowling alley. I was the funny guy. I was all that kind of thing. Now that I've said I'm building my brand on purpose, I get calls to come in and speak to students because my brand is aimed a little higher. I'm that guy who's going to help your students or your young people be better. Also, I think it's so hard, like, especially... Now, I know, I know, like, everyone, obviously, when they're older, everyone talks about, oh, you need to not post things like this on Facebook, blah, 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 blah. I think it's so hard now because everything that happens in this world is captured somehow. (laughs) Whether that's a status, whether that's a Snapchat, whatever it is, it's there. Oh, yeah. And I feel like then, almost, it then makes people think, oh, if I did want to be a lawyer, if I did want to make something of myself would things like that start coming back up like you see random photographs of celebrities of when they're like 10 yeah or whatever or 18 when they've gone out to a nightclub and got really really drunk and someone has taken a picture of that and that's then become their brand that that's then their brand and and they can't move away from it even people like um vicky patterson She's got her own show now, um, yeah. like of Judge Geordie. And because she started off with Geordie Shaw and because of the links that it has to it, um, even though she was definitely not the worst on that show, yeah. people even bring up on her Geordie Shaw, um, on her Judge Geordie show that she's a drunk, she sleeps around, all those like negative, negative things that she's still finding it hard to move away from. And that was six years ago. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And we because it's in the media eye and because it's constantly brought up on Facebook or 
Instagram, she will find it so hard to move away from that. Yeah, it's your... The online stuff is... I tell people it's your online tattoo. I say tattoo because you never know if it's actually deleted. When you click that mm. delete button, to be honest, I don't know if it disappears completely. Yeah. Um, and that's why you've got to be so careful. Like when I teach someone personal branding, I teach them you've got to have a social media policy. What will you upload? What do you not upload? And there are there are photos of me that I've been like to friends, listen, do not put this online. And, me too. And me too. do not tag me in all your stuff. I am running a business. I am my own brand now. I need you guys to respect that. And, you know, thankfully I've got good people around me who have respected that. But, but even like you get it. like random things. So years ago you might have added them. You don't know necessarily what they're doing now. You're not necessarily in contact with them anymore. And then random stuff that they're tagged in, like just now on my Facebook, random disgusting stuff now comes up on my wall mm. just because this person's tagged in it. Now, if I was accidentally scrolling through, and I've done it so many times where I've accidentally liked something, yeah. Or something like that. If I accidentally did that to that picture, that's got my name on it now. Yeah. And I had nothing to do with that. I might have not even seen it. I might have simply been scrolling through. So now I, I need to remove that friend off my Facebook because as much as, like, okay, that he might find that rude or whatever, I don't talk to him anymore. And he could have given me a worse social media tattoo than it ever needed to be. Yeah, so everything going on is, is your brand. You've got to keep on top of that 100%. Now, not only online, but offline. I say your brand's built of you know five main friends, your beliefs. So what do you believe as a person? And people will buy into that, i.e. I believe that every single person has the ability to aim a little higher and that every person is a brand and they can take control of that and decide how they present to the world. I believe that. Um, then it's your results. What results do you have that make you stand out above anybody else? So, for example, for me, it's the Olympic torch. It's the fact that I've spoken to over 25,000 students across the yeah, UK. Yeah, and it's... we're not just talking about grades. Like, obviously, grades are absolutely fantastic. They're going to get you places. But also, we're talking about things of, have you um, brought up a child? Have you... Yeah, moved up from being homeless to now living in a house. That's a massive result. Do you results, know what I mean? Things like that are huge. Did you move all around the world and then you stuck to one school and you did like not get excellent grades, but you got good grades. Like, and you were over, like very, very happy with them. That's a massive result. Do you know what I mean? For real. Do you play for a football team? Are you the team captain? Do you just anything that represents you? positively those kind of results because people are looking for your beliefs secondly they look for your results because your results tell a story about you me carrying a torch doesn't just say you're a torchbearer but it says actually you did something to contribute to your community that made such an impact that they chose you as that torchbearer so it's not even about the thing it's about what's behind it to make it happen um national entrepreneur of the year again it's not about the five minutes i spent in the room presenting my business to peter jones or 15 minutes it's about what did i do before that in order to make it happen so that's what results show results the result, you, the end result is great, but it's all about the process of creating that result. When I see someone who's in awesome shape, I don't think, wow, you're in awesome shape right now. I think, wow, you work hard and you're dedicated and you're mm. disciplined. So your results speak so much louder than anything else. So it's your beliefs. What do you believe in? Then it's your results. Third thing is your appearance. Now, unfortunately, we live in a very judgmental world. Um, whether I'm we one like of those people. I'm sadly very judgmental. And you can judge someone on their appearance. Like, if you see 100%. someone, what they're wearing. Because at first, there's nothing else to judge them on. Mm -hmm. And that's not to say, like, 
forever I will have that opinion of you. But if I don't get to know you and I'm just looking at you, that'll be my opinion of you. And that's always going to be the first impression, 100%. So the first impression is how how they look, how they presented, you know. Um, is your is your hair neat? Is it scruffy? Are you in? Are your clothes dirty? Um, my grandmother used to always say, first person, first thing someone looks at is your teeth, um, then your shoes. Yeah, you know? my, that was exactly what my granddad said. Well, not about the teeth, but if you don't have good shoes, <laughs> um, also if you don't have a good handshake and you don't have clean nails, you may as well just get up and go. Do you know what right, I mean? So and even when I looked at when I first like met Kamel. I looked at his shoes. That oh, was gosh. the first thing I looked at. Do you know what I mean? And you may not even think about your shoes at the time. You may just mm. think, ask oh, if anything on this. What I normally wear this outfit, whatever. But if you're a boy, are they shiny? Are they clean? Same as if you're a girl. Do they actually say something about you, or are they a bit like like I wouldn't go to I wouldn't wear Nike Air Maxes to a job interview. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Unless it was for, for me, a I wouldn't PE wear teacher. Nike Air Maxes anywhere. But um, yeah. Yeah, so it's all about having an appearance and a relevant appearance. Now, depending on what industry you're in, this is very important. So, for example, with me, if you go on my my site and my Facebook page and stuff, my picture, there are two contrasting ones. One in my in my header is me in a bow tie and a blazer and a shirt. The other one is me with my aim high top and a cardigan. Why? Because my appearance is generally just quite neat and quite positive, and I can fulfil that through different outfits. Um, I don't have, you know, one uniform per se. Now, if you're self-employed, you've got the freedom. No one can tell you what to wear. It's completely up to you. But how you look is so important. Yeah, so make as long as it matches your brand. So it's not to say there's a right or wrong way to dress, but what I am saying is think about how you want to be perceived and how you want to represent yourself and make sure whatever you're wearing matches that. Nothing wrong with tattoos. If you're into tattoos, fine, cool. But then just know that you might not be able to go and model for Vogue. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So it's all about keeping it relevant. Make sure your appearance is relevant to what you want to do with your future. Like um, I've worked for producers in London doing shows and no matter how talented they are, after they get put through to whatever or even before they've done their audition, if they have tattoos, I've had to send them away. Right. And the producers won't even see them. Regardless because, of talent. Regardless of talent, regardless of what you've done, whatever. Because for that part, and it was for, it was stupidly, it was for pirates. Do you know what I mean? No way. So you'd expect them to have tattoos. But no, they get sent away. That, that's it. Wow. And it won't be like it for every single acting job you ever go yeah, of for, for. But the majority of them, they're so very strict. Like, I was gobsmacked. So I was like, but he's studied for three years do you know what I mean and you mm. haven't even heard him sing you haven't even heard him act but they didn't care that, that was sort of it and there will be places that person can go and get hired but not in the West End it was do you know yeah. what I mean so, so guys it's about researching and just being very aware of your target audience and if you're not self-employed then what career path you want to take okay um, your appearance is massive so make sure it's just suitable for that role and make sure it represents you to the best that's what matters the most does it represent you yes or no if it represents you good on you go for it roll with it if it doesn't represent you properly don't do it for example i like wearing trackies around the house i feel quite comfortable will i go and deliver a speech in my trackies no 
not interested in that. That's not me. I don't go out for meals like that. I wouldn't go out shopping like that. That's not how I like to do. Would I wear trackies to the gym? Yeah, 100%. Wear trackies to my mate's house? Definitely. That's cool. That brand with them guys works. That brand, when I'm doing my professional work, doesn't work. So it's completely up to you. I'm very much like, whenever I go anywhere, no matter where it is, I will always put makeup on. I will always make sure I look presentable, just in case you meet someone <laughs> or, and they're hiring or whatever. You don't know who you're going to meet when you go out. You don't know who's going to see you when you go out. If it's like, yeah, it's do you true. know what I mean? So, and it, like to me, that's really important. My nana made me get changed three times a day. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? That like I would have, wait, I'd wake up in my pajamas. I get changed into my day dress. I then have a dinner dress, and I'd then get changed into my pajamas. Do you know what I mean? So. That was really important. There was supposed to be a dress for each different time of the day. Now, I'm not saying go that full out, <laughs> but for me, it may, it means a lot. Like, I think it makes you feel so much more confident and so much more special when you actually dress up to go somewhere. Mm. Maybe that's just me, but... And but I got brought up by that's... a very, very different mum. My mum doesn't dress up really to go anywhere unless it's to go out to dinner. Do you know what I mean? She and that works for her and her yeah. brand. Yeah, this is it. And that's your so, brand. That's what you're known for. That's I know that about you. And that was one of the things I liked about you. You're very conscious of your appearance, you know. And again, everyone each to their own, but make sure it suits you. You guys have heard an interview with Brad Burton. This is a speaker who speaks all over the UK for Bentley, JCB, companies like that. And he turns up with his, like, um, Adidas... I think he said uh, uh, his Adidas tracksuit on, tracksuit top on, uh, and he's got tattoos on his arms and that kind of thing. Doesn't fit your typical speaker, but for his brand, it works perfectly. Mm. And it works for him. He's had it working. He uses language that people might be like, oh, no, you shouldn't use that language when speaking. And he's like, well, this is me. And people love him for that. And he gets hired by some of the biggest companies in the UK because that's his brand. He's stuck with it. So... I'm not telling you there's a right way to dress or a wrong way to dress because there isn't. There actually isn't. It's all just opinion. But just know what ring you're entering and make sure your appearance represents you properly. Okay, then, so you've got your beliefs, you've got your results, you've got your appearance. Um, the next thing is your nature. And this is so important. Your nature. How do you deal with people? And how do people feel when they manners deal with you? Manners don't cost a thing. Oh, manners don't cost a thing, but no manners will cost you. <laughs> okay, yeah, you can tweet that. Manners don't cost a thing, but no manners will cost you. I promise you. There are people who I've met, and just because of the way they dealt with me, I've got so much time for them. So much time for them. There are people who have dealt with me negatively, and I have zero time for them at all because they were rude. Your and nature Kamal's is a lot more forgiven than I am. I, <laughs> I genuinely, if someone has said one bad thing to me one time, that's it. Forever and a day. We are never talking again, no matter, like, any, unless I see, like, a real, real change, but it would have to be a miracle, do you know what I mean? An absolute miracle, because from that moment, my opinion is that of you, and, and you it's tarnished, very, very hard for me to change my mind. So, yeah, your nature, how do people feel when they deal with you? How do you deal with people? Are you polite? Do you listen? Do you care about what they have to say? That There's kind of so thing. much to politeness. Like, a simple... I mean, that's one thing that really annoys me about London. 
people will barge <laughs> past you and there is no, oh, sorry for bumping into you. Oh, the underground, oh, so good gosh. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> are you actually serious? You think it's okay to just bang into people, what, because you're in a rush? No, <laughs> in fact, it's not. If somebody opens the door for you, which, by the way, is a gentlemanly thing to do, I don't feel like, I mean, it's nice for women to open the door for men, but men should definitely do it for women, and I live by that. I think men should always open the door for you when you're going out the house, when you're going to a car. That's what men should do. Um, and say thank you. Yes. It's a simple thing of say thank you. They've bothered to open the door for you. they bothered to do the manly thing. So don't be an absolute cow about it. Actually say, oh, thanks. Be a lady if they've been a gentleman. Do you know mm. what I mean? And do you know what? Sometimes even if they haven't, still have a good nature. Like for me, I, with some people, I'm at, well, almost with everyone. I try my best to be with everyone. I'm going to treat you in a certain way. And if you treat me in a bad way back... I still want to keep my nature because that's my brand. I don't want to get away from that too much. So what's your nature? How do you deal with people? How do people feel after meeting you and you leave the room? What are they saying about you? That's what your brand is. What they say about you when you're not there. That's your brand. How, how, how are you affecting that? And one thing I think that us girls are going a bit wrong with at the moment, because I went through a phase of doing it really recently, I think we're trying to be quite strong, independent women, being surrounded by people like Beyonce <laughs> and and people like that. And I just think by going into somewhere and being loud and opinionated and not necessarily listening to anyone else, talking over people, shouting, doesn't really make you a strong woman. Mm. It kind of makes you quite embarrassing. Like... I've always been like I have a, I have strong opinions and I find like that's one thing I'm I'm trying hard not to like to try and leave at home and like not bring up all the time but having seen people do it I'm a bit like it just sort of shows how insecure you are when you shout or when you talk over people or when you won't listen to anyone else's opinion because it's a bit like oh wow she literally can't deal with anything She's right. trying to be independent too much because at the end of the day, of course, yeah, you can you can get along with your life on your own. Everyone can. That's that's very obvious. But if you have to show it in such a way, it's almost like, can she actually? Mm. Or is she just putting that on? And I think like that's one thing that us girls need to try and calm down. And I'm, I'm saying us girls for now because obviously we have men have been doing it for, for years. Like, I'm not saying that men are absolutely brilliant. They've got it down to a T. No, men are very ignorant and very chauvinistic, some men that I know. Um, But I'm saying us women, recently, I feel like we've come to this stalemate where that's the way that we think that strong women should act. But at the end of the day, no, Beyonce needs Jay. Like, he comes to our concerts, he does a little bit of a rap. Do you know what I mean? She doesn't try and go, no, Jay, it's my thing. It's my thing. Don't come. It's nothing to do with you. Mm. Like, and I see... I see Beyonce as a strong woman. That's why I keep bringing her up. Um, if you have your own strong women in your mind, yes, they can do it on their own, absolutely. But they will always listen to other people. They'll always have another person's opinion in their mind because if they didn't, they'd be quite a horrible person, I think. Yeah, so... It, it's, it's, to me, everyone, everyone just needs to have way of that they deal with people are you someone who when you talk to someone you just need to make sure they you're polite are you someone who always finds out how the other person is first are you someone who listens like just off the top of my head when it comes to actually listening my friend chris listens like above any other friend any other person i know chris 
listens. Like, we'll be talking. He'll bring up something I said back in 2006 while we were sitting in the subway. And no, why? Because he actually listens. So what's your brand? What are you known for? Do you know what I mean? And it's all part of your nature. All part of your nature. How do people feel when they deal with you? That can be professional. That can be personal. That can be your relationships. How do people feel when they deal with you? What's your nature like? And people will judge you based on that. It's a massive part of your brand. And in the final parts, you've got your beliefs, your results, your appearance, your nature. Your final bit is your decisions. Your decisions. Every decision you make, you have to live by. When you make the wrong decision, you will have to live with that decision. When you make the right decision, you'll feel the benefit of that decision. But every where you are right now, whatever situation you're in, pretty much is based on your decisions. Now, yes, there are external factors that we can't help when other people decide to impede on our lives or do something stupid that affects us yes i understand that completely but fundamentally where you're at right now is based on your decisions and if you disagree with that too much the problem is that you're never going to turn the finger and point back at yourself and say what decisions have i made that have got me here so there have been bad situations in my life where actually if i sit down and think about it i made the wrong decision there have been great things in my life about where i'm at and it's because of some decisions i've made so it's all down to your decisions so what taking control of your personal brand does it says okay what can i do to make sure that my decisions are based on some of my brand and my brand beliefs the way you do that is you know your brand you know who you are you know what you represent then every decision you make has to match with that so for me right now my decisions every decision i make does it benefit my family then does it benefit well will i enjoy it <laughs> does it benefit my family will i actually enjoy it then does it actually make a difference and does it benefit my business you know there there're four things i like to base decisions off of and if it doesn't tick enough of those boxes i don't do it like i've left jobs because i've stopped having fun i've not taken on certain opportunities because i didn't feel like it really made a difference like not becoming an MP because I didn't feel like I could make a massive difference that way. I didn't like how it was all set up. So you sort of have to have a decision-making process. What are your decisions based on? And this is the stuff I, I teach for like hours. So so to give you that in a, this is just a, a real overview. A snippet, yeah, yeah, a real quick snippet kind of overview. But you've basically got to discover what your current brand is, who you are right now. Then you've got to design who you want to be and how you want that brand to look. Then you've got to build that brand and then you figure out how to present that brand to the world. So to me, personal branding is all about how you're perceived by how you perceive yourself, how you're perceived by your friends, how you're perceived by your family, how you're perceived by the outside world. That's potential employers, that's fans of your work, that's people you might meet on the street. That's your personal brand. Okay, the lasting mark you leave on other people. And remember what I said right at the beginning, branding is all about how you stand out, how products stand out on that shelf. Same with you. How do you stand out in this world? We we live in a crowded world right now and it's only mm. getting smaller. <laughs> what, I mean, what I mean by that is I can log into Facebook right now and see what's going on with my friends in America. It's getting smaller. Back in the day, I couldn't do that. I'd have to call them up to find out what's going on. I have to go over there where they have to send me some pictures. Now I can see what's going over there. We've got listeners from New Zealand. You know what I mean? And the world's getting smaller, which means there are more and more people in our lives, which means standing out is getting even harder. And the way to do it is to figure out your brand and stand so firmly within that brand and do everything you can do to build that brand. That's what's going to make you stand out. That's why I get hired to go and speak up in 
at Blackpool up in Gloucestershire, places I've never even been to before, mm. before I got hired to speak. Why? Because the brand I've been able to build is strong enough to go and do that. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So build your brand so that people come to you with opportunities so that when you go to get opportunities, people will say, do you know what? I want that girl. I want that guy because they stood out amongst all these other people. There are so many people right now who are just doing just enough or are creating their brand by accident, depending on how they feel in the moment, that if you sit there and you actually go through this this kind of crash course and you figure out exactly what your brand is, I promise you, you'll stand out so much. It's Jackson who once said to me, it's not hard to stand out in a room full of people sitting down. So figuring out your brand, figuring out what you represent, what you stand for and living it by design, not by accident, will make you stand out so much in whatever it is you do. So personal branding is so damn important and mm. people will like it people won't like it it doesn't matter it's almost none of your business just as long as you're representing what you want to represent do you think Kanye West cares that, about the people that don't really like him not massively <laughs> does he appreciate the ones he who should. do like him yeah well <laughs> in your opinion but in his I don't think it does like for no, me yeah, there are people who don't like me and I don't mind don't like me enjoy your life I get you but also <laughs> like I don't know for me fair enough um, Kanye but Kim Kardashian like she's a very good looking woman but I just think her daughter's going to grow up and that's what she's going to be famous for. To me, that's depressing. Like, t for me to grow up and that be my thing, that be what people know me for, and Hallie grow up and be like, oh, and her go to school and be like, oh, yeah, you're, yeah. your mum's known for... Like, but, that's embarrassing to me. <laughs> for you. <laughs> and yeah, she obviously wasn't you. thinking ahead that far. And that's why but I need should. people what to I'm start thinking. Is now you need to think ahead. Yeah, hundred percent. Like uh, the 100%. only reason I said that was because for you now, okay, you might think to yourself now, oh, I, I don't have a family <laughs> right now. It's it's cool. Like mm. I can be famous this way. It's quicker, whatever. Mm. And if you're fine with your family seeing you like that, and that you just being like, yeah, well, that was me when I was younger. I was having fun. That's not me now. Mm. Then that's fine. For me myself, I don't want to have to try to say oh, Cover it up and, and, and like defend myself do you know what I mean I don't want to have to go back on that and I want to be able to say to Hallie no don't do that and her not question me because that's something that would really annoy me yeah. so for me that's why I, like, I've, I've always thought that far, far ahead because family's been the main concern for me whereas some people their career is more in their minds so and that's fine do you know I mean, I just had a completely different outlook from when I was younger. Whereas Kamal, probably when he first started out, a family was miles away. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and then massively. he started this job because, yes, he loves loves to motivate people, but also he liked traveling the the world. Really, he was like, yeah, I'm gonna, I can live here for six months. I can live over there for yeah, six for months. Real. So now that he's got a family. Of course, then he's like, he still loves what he's doing, but his sort of plan has now changed, but it doesn't really matter because he can swap and change it into there because it's not, it's nothing embarrassing to him to have a family. Of Obviously, yeah. if he was traveling the world or if he was on a show like Geordie Shaw, to then have a family, he probably have to come <laughs> off. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Because he can't be going to Australia, going out drinking on a show like, while yeah. he's got family it'd be very very different do you know what I mean so I just think if you don't mind if you don't think you don't want a family or that you don't mind defending yourself to your family then that's absolutely fine you go right ahead but to me I have very different outlook so and I've always thought that far ahead yeah so I think the message there is your brand lasts forever your brand lasts forever especially I just with... waffle Clark, I <laughs> break it down for you how embarrassing <laughs> no it's cool you gave the explanation I just hit it home <laughs> 
but your brand lasts forever. And especially in this day and age where we've got iCloud and Facebook and mm. Twitter and Instagram. That and... scares me. iCloud scares me. I refuse to sign up for <laughs> my iPhone because it scares the living daylight. Scared of the whole hacking thing. Yeah, Firstly, of the hacking thing, but also they have those photos for literally forever and a day. And if something happens to me, or if like just randomly they decide to just oh put that picture on Facebook willy nilly, then that picture's on there forever. Yeah, and to scare people even more, um, every picture you post online, you no longer own. When you click, when you click, I agree. Terms and conditions. Instagram own your pictures. Facebook own your pictures. Twitter owns your pictures. Just like Snapchat you send to iCloud, owns your own pictures. It. Can I just also Snapchat's remind you? Snapchat's a scary one. Can I remind you? Um, something happened the other day. Um, there was a, I think it was an arrest or an accident the other day, uh, near where I live. Now the newspaper obviously weren't present, but someone was out their window. Took a picture on Snapchat. Said it's all going down on my road. The next day in the paper was that same picture. Now, that person didn't give it to the paper. It was their Snapchat story. They didn't get the little notification saying there's been a screenshot, but the picture was in the paper. Now, that's scary. So all I'm saying to you guys is be careful what you're sending around and everything you put out there, you no longer own. So if you want to protect your brand... Remember Snapchat. Snapchat, you don't own them <laughs> because that's a scary one because we think, oh, that... that it do, it deletes itself. If I, no, it but, doesn't. There are apps I can get where I literally can keep every picture that gets Snapchat to me forever. So all I'm saying, guys, is protect your brand, know your brand, represent your brand, and everything you do, have the long-term vision of your brand in mind. Know what it is you want your future to look like. Know where it is you're heading so that all the decisions you make now can be based on building that brand further. So I think this is the most in-depth answer we have <laughs> ever given on a Saturday Q&A which I absolutely love. So thank you so much for that question, Marcus Lloyd. Also, if you have like any more questions or like you still want to figure out what your personal brand is because you're a bit stuck, you're at a stalemate, you're like, I don't know actually what my personal brand is, I don't know what exactly I want to do, please get into contact with Kamal, like join his tribe or get, get your school to come into him or if you have a school or have like a youth place, please get Kamal in to talk to the kids because he can actually really, really help them and help them find out what their actual brand is and point them in the right direction. And he can sit down with you, like when you join his tribe, it's like a one-to-one session. So he can then say to you, oh, so what, what do you like doing? And ask you all the questions that you need to be asked to find your brand. Do you know what For I mean? Real. So yeah, that's www.aimlittlehigher.com. <laughs> Click the big green button that says join the tribe. And we'll send you the crash course in building your brand. Guys, as always, it's been an absolute pleasure to answer your question. If you have any more questions, send them over via the Facebook page. We're on Instagram. Go to aimlittlehigh.com. There are so many ways to get your question in. Kamalheiman.com. Just get those questions in so we can continue to answer them, continue to help you guys to aim a little higher and stand out in this crowded world. Guys, thank you so much. Massive shout out to Marcus Lloyd. Thank you for your question. And I hope... Your progress with the youth parliament and with becoming a speaker and changing the lives of young people goes onwards and upwards. All the best. See you guys on Monday. Peace. The inspiration doesn't stop here. Visit www.aimalittlehigher.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe.